0: And the king answered and said to Haman, Hurry, take the robe and the horse and as you suggested and do so for Mordecai the Jew who sits within the king's gate. Leave nothing undone of all that you have spoken. Hey, and welcome to the Words of Encouragement Podcast, a podcast of love, hope, inspiration, and encouragement using the Word of God for people from all walks of life. And of course, I'm your host, Arlena. Welcome, 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 everyone, and thank you once again for joining me on another episode of the Words of Encouragement podcast. I pray that each and every one of you are in the best of health, best of strength, and most importantly, in the best of spirits, as always. And as always, before beginning, I'd like to start by giving all thanks, all praises, all honor, and all glory to Father God Almighty, His Son, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit, because without them, I am nothing. But because of Christ Jesus, I can do all things through him who strengthens me, including this podcast, as well as this podcast episode, and this podcast series. I'd also like to take some quick time out to say thank you to each and every one of you for listening, downloading, or sharing. I truly appreciate it. May the good Lord Bless each and every one of you. Where I am at, the temperature is currently 44 degrees. That's what it says here on my computer. But it does not feel like 44 degrees. I am from New York City. I know what 44 degrees feels like. But anyway, that's what it's saying here. Either that or my apartment is, I guess... (laughs) Nicely warmed up. That's probably, I don't know, which I doubt. But anyway, and it is currently in the evening. The time is currently 9.52 p.m. In my cup, I am currently sipping on some wild sweet orange tea. Sweetened with a little honey. Some homemade elderberry syrup. Splash of lemon juice, apple cider vinegar, along with a cough drop. So that's what's in my cup today. The name and title of today's episode is, Who Does the King Seek to Honor? I had a real hard time coming up with a name for this episode because there were so many things jumping out. (laughs) And I had to like, okay, look. Okay, Lord, what do do we call this? (laughs) So this is what I went with. Who does the king seek to honor? Which is a very good question, especially pertaining to today's episode. Today's episode is inspired by the book of Esther. And the chapter that I will be featuring or covering today is going to be chapter six. And also this is the fourth installment of the Esther series entitled For Such a Time as This. This is episode number zero eight two. Hmm. I'm getting closer to a hundred. Let's see if we'll make it. <laughs> okay. So sit back. Relax. Grab yourself your favorite hot or ice cold beverage and join me back here in a few minutes as we get started. So see you in a few. Are you in need of some encouragement? You know, something to give you a little pick-me-up during the day or evening. Well, why not check out the Nuggets of Thankfulness podcast featured on Spreaker.com, Podomatic, iTunes, Google Podcasts, and everywhere podcast can be heard are listening to the Words of Encouragement podcast with yours truly, Arlena. Stay tuned. Esther, Chapter 6. I will be reading from the New King James Version. The King Honors Mordecai. That night, the king could not sleep. So one was commanded to bring the book of the records of the chronicles. And they were read before the king. And it was found written that Mordecai had told of Bigtana and Teresh, two of the king's eunuchs, the doorkeepers, who had sought to lay hands on King Ahasuerus Then the king said, what honor or dignity has been bestowed on mordecai for this and the king's servants who attended him said nothing has been done for him so the king said who is in the court now haman had just entered the outer court of the king's palace to suggest that the king hang Mordecai on the gallows that he had prepared for him. The king's servant said to him, "Haman is there, standing in the court." And the king said, "Let him come in." So Haman came in, and the king asked him, "What shall be done for the man whom the king delights to honor. Now Haman thought in his heart, Whom would the king delight to honor more than me? And Haman answered the king, For the man whom the king delights to honor, let a royal robe be brought which the king has worn, and a horse on which the king has ridden, which has a royal crest placed on its head. Then let his robe and horse be delivered to the hand of one of the king's most noble princes, that he may array the man whom the king delights to honor. Then parade him on horseback through the city square and proclaim before him, Thus shall it be done to the man whom the king delights to honor." Then the king said to Haman, hurry, take the robe and the horse as you have suggested and do so for Mordecai the Jew who sits within the king's gate. Leave nothing undone of all that you have spoken. So Haman took the robe and the horse, arrayed Mordecai and led him on horse back through the city square and proclaimed before him, Thus shall it be done to the man whom the king delights to honor. Afterward, Mordecai went back to the king's gate, but Haman hurried to his house, mourning and with his head covered. When Haman told his wife Zeresh and all his friends everything that had happened to him, his wise men, And his wife Zaresh said to him, If Mordecai, before whom you have begun to fall, is of Jewish descent, you will not prevail against him, but surely fall before him. While they were still talking with him, the king's eunuchs came and hastened to bring Haman to the banquet which Esther had prepared. Welcome back. Welcome back. Okay, so let's just dive into it. Okay, so here we go. So you just finished listening to Esther chapter six. So later that night after Esther's banquet, the king could not sleep. And I truly believe that this was the work of the good lord at hand. King Xerxes often demonstrated foolish behavior and made some of the stupidest decisions. Or rather, he let others make the decisions for him. And of course, he foolishly, either in his drunken state or just nonchalant <laughs> attitude you know would just sign off on things and of course starting from chapter one where in his drunken state he sent for his wife so he could show her off to his officials who had been feasting not just on food but also on wine for about six months Talk about he can throw a party. People oftentimes talk about Queen Esther, and rightfully so. And not not to take anything away from her, like I've said before, but we also have to remember Vashti, at least to a certain degree, because had Vashti honored her king's crazy request, she probably would have still been queen, or maybe he would have killed her too, who knows. A lot of times, standing up for what is right is going to cost us something. It's going to cost both you and I something. And at times, it might even end up costing us not just something, sometimes everything. It costs Christ everything to stand up for us in the form of dying for us. Jesus stood up to Satan and sin by going to the cross at all cost so that both you and I might be redeemed through his life and his precious blood which was poured out for both you and I at Calvary. Because Vashti took a stand, it ended up costing her her crown, but rightfully so. King Zeris called for the Book of Records of the Chronicles to be read before him. And while it was being read to him, it was discovered that Mordecai had uncovered the eunuchs. Plot to kill the king. King Xerxes asked, What honor or dignity has been bestowed on Mordecai for this? And the king's servant answered and said, Nothing has been done for him. I'm seeing some King David coming out of King Asheserus right there. Here, we have a man clearly is beginning to, you know, change the way he approached certain things in the past. He was like, and and this is where the Lord like kind of showed me. And I think it was 2018 when I did a, yeah, I did a piece on Esther and that he clearly had a heart he did now the brain that was something different he did have a brain but often he didn't use it but he was beginning to use it clearly he was beginning to use it and he was like but what was done for this person he said what honor or dignity has been bestowed on Mordecai for this Like I said, the king's servant answered and said, nothing has been done for him. And at the very same time, the king asked that question. Haman had just entered into the outer court of the king's palace. And he was coming to suggest that the king hang Mordecai. So he was once again coming to get the king to sign off on his dirty, evil, and wicked deeds, as he always did. At that very moment, the king asked, Who is in the court? Obviously, the king wasn't the only one who couldn't sleep. Neither could Haman. And just like the devil was busy at work, so was the Lord. In 2019, the Lord revealed something extremely powerful to me. In a few minutes, I will share a snippet of what God shared with me regarding this particular incident. So stay tuned. You are listening to the Words of Encouragement podcast with yours truly, Arlena. Stay tuned. And what the Lord started to speak to me and show me, he said, Look at that. Haman built his gallows and he was plotting for Mordecai's demise along with the demise of the Jews. But right now we're talking about Mordecai. And he said, Look at that. While Haman was on his merry way, plotting coming to ask the king for permission to have Mordecai hung on these gallows. At the same instance, he said, while the enemy was working on Haman to do his dirt, or his evilness, because dirt ain't the right word, try evilness and wickedness. He said, at the same time, he, is God, God of all gods, king of all kings, lord of all lords, he said, he was working at the same time on behalf of Mordecai and he impressed it upon the heart of the king so he had the king up that he did not sleep in order for the books to be brought to him and for this stuff to be read to him and because the kings had, had such a good heart despite his shortcomings um, the Lord was able to use the king in order to elevate And to honor Mordecai. So you see the same time. The enemy was using Haman. To come and destroy. Or to plot and destroy Mordecai. God was working behind the scenes. On Mordecai's behalf. And having the king. To honor him. So you see. So that one of the things the Lord showed me. And he said to me. He said when the enemy uses evil people. To plot against us. If we truly believe and we trust in God, if we truly believe in him and we have accepted Jesus Christ as our personal Lord and Savior, we need not fear. We have a God that will never leave us, nor will he forsake us. And the same way he was with Mordecai while the enemy was using Haman to destroy and to kill Mordecai for no apparent reason, he said this the same way. He was working on behalf of Mordecai, and it's the same for us. The same way when the enemy uses maybe your co-workers, your boss, your family members, whoever. Welcome back. Okay, so let's pick up where I left off from. So yes, Haman hated Mordecai with such a passion that he couldn't even wait until the end of the year, like his evil decree declared. He wanted to see Mordecai dead immediately. I hate to say it, but it is the truth. There are people out there who think and feel the very same way Haman did about Mordecai towards us. They don't want both you and I to be happy. They take great pleasure in seeing people suffer. And they can't wait to see us dead. They have the spirit of Haman in them. And we all know who is the father of Haman and his spirit operating and many people today. Haman hated Mordecai simply because he refused to bow down to him and pay him homage. Unlike Mordecai, you see the church submitting to the Haman spirit that is going around out there. And instead of standing up, Many of them, not all, but many have bowed down to it. The Bible tells us what Haman thought in his heart. And he thought, whom would the king delight to honor more than me? There goes good old Haman, always thinking about himself. He answered the king and said, For the man whom the king delights to honor, let a royal robe be brought, which the king has worn, and a horse on which the king has ridden, which has a royal crest placed on its head. Then let this robe and horse be delivered to the hand of one of the king's most noble princes, that he may array the man whom the king delights to honor. Then parade him on horseback through the city square and proclaim before him, Thus shall it be done to the man whom the king delights to honor. In this case, he was, he was one of the king's most noble princes. But I guess, you know, he figured that the king wanted to honor him. We'll talk about some egg on his face. And the king answered and said to Haman, Hurry, take the robe and the horse and as you suggested and do so for Mordecai the Jew who sits within the king's gate. Leave nothing undone of all that you have spoken. And Haman was obedient. He did exactly what the king told him to do at his very own suggestion. The king was slowly starting to come to his senses. And let me just be like I said before, I'm loving this new king. And finally, he was telling Haman what to do rather than Haman suggesting to him what he should do. And just like the king told him to leave nothing undone, Haman did exactly what he was told. He left nothing undone. May the God of heaven use the very same people that hate us to honor and bless us. And like Haman, may they leave nothing undone to God's command. May the plans of the enemy be overturned. What the devil meant for evil, may the good Lord of heaven turn it around for our good like he did with Mordecai and the people of Israel. Haman led Mordecai, the Jew, who was arrayed in the king's robe on the king's horse with a royal crest upon his head. He led him through the city square proclaiming, Thus shall it be done to the man whom the king delights to honor. (laughs) Tell me God don't have a sense of humor. We serve an awesome and a great God, the very same people he is going to use to honor you publicly, just like he did with Haman. The evil plans of the enemy through his children will be uncovered. They will be exposed and put to shame instead. And after Mordecai was finished being paraded through the city by his nemesis Haman, the Bible tells us, that he went back to the king's gate. But Haman hurried home to his house, mourning with his head covered. Earlier that day, or the day before, Haman attended Queen Esther's banquet prepared especially for him and the king. And he was in high spirits, bragging to his wife and his friends about his children, his riches, and his promotion over all the other king's officials. Now here he was hurrying home mourning with his head covered. In less than 24 hours, Haman went from boasting to mourning with his head covered. When he arrived home, he told his wife and the very same friends who encouraged him to build a gallows for Mordecai the Jew. He told him everything that had happened to him. Boy, I could only imagine. And the Bible tells us that his wife Zeresh and his friends said to him, If Mordecai, before whom you have begun to fall, is of Jewish descent, you will not prevail against him, but will surely fall before him. Mm. Now these were the very same people who encouraged him to build the gallows. Now listen to them. Listen to what they were saying to him. These were the very same people that told him to build the gallows and how high he should build it and what to do with it from what not to do with it. And now here was what they were telling him after he was embarrassed. And while Haman's friends were still talking to him, the king's eunuchs came and hurried him off to the banquet which Esther had prepared for him. Haman's banquet. Question is, who are you listening to? Or better yet, who am I listening to? are both you and I receiving advice from? Is it biblical and godly counsel? Or is it worldly advice from the wise men and false prophets? As in P-R-O-F-I-T-S, all capital. We got a lot of those today. False prophets. Not the P R O P H E T S, but the P R O F I T S. All caps. When I. <laughs> when I. um, When I finished this. When did I do this? I think December. I believe it was December. Yeah. Uh, if not, it was November. Who knows at this point? I can't remember. Um, I was laughing so hard that day with this, even though I, you know, I know the story, but it was just even extra comical that particular day. And my goodness, I'm sure my neighbors thought I was going crazy, but let me tell you, I was having a field day with Heyman. Just the fact that he hurried home with his head covered. I was, oh, I was killing myself laughing. I really was because it was so funny. It to me, it was funny. It really was. But yeah, God definitely got a sense of humor. Anyway, let us pray. Heavenly Father, may you defend us from the Hamans of our lives, especially those whom are too strong for us. Deliver us from those whom, who want to kill, steal, and destroy us. Deliver us, O oh Lord. In Jesus' name I pray, Amen. I hope that you enjoyed the fourth installment in the book of Esther series entitled for such a time as this. Now it is time for the quote of the episode. And this episode's quote reads, Be assured if you walk with him and look to him, And expect help from him. He will never fail you. And that's by none other than the late George Mueller. Once again, I'd like to thank you for joining me on another episode of the Words of Encouragement podcast. I pray that this episode or this podcast has been a blessing to you. And if this episode or this podcast has been a blessing to you, please feel free to share it with others. Please feel free to subscribe to the Words of Encouragement podcast on iTunes.com, Spreaker.com, Podomatic.com, and everywhere that podcast can be heard. It can also be found on Google Podcasts, CastBox, Player FM, Podacy, Pottail, and Deezer. You can also feel free to like, share, and subscribe on either one of the above-mentioned platforms. Also, please feel free to check out my other podcast, the Nuggets of Thankfulness podcast, which, it did, which is excuse me, a devotional podcast. Featured on Spreaker.com, iTunes, and Google Play. You can also check out my blog at www.arlelinaflanders.wordpress.com, haven't written a blog post in, hmm, I don't know, maybe a little over six months. Who knows? Anyway, I look forward to being with you on another episode of the Words of Encouragement podcast. Remember, as long as there is life, It is never too late to accept Christ. Be blessed. Be blessed.